Welcome to Expansive Minds Podcast, Gateway to Freedom, a podcast where two friends, Aileen and Nancy, explore and expand beyond what they think they know in order to live a life of freedom. Thank you for joining us. And away we go. So before we begin, we set our intention to be of service to ourselves, thereby servicing others. And we are beings of love and light, and we hope that that comes through in not just the words we say, but the frequencies that we put out. All right, I'm going to put my phone in silent mode. I think it's... And my phone is dead, so it's <laughs> <in> silent mode. <laughs> so hello. Hello. All right. So you've had your share of Mercury retrograde coincidences. I have. I <laughs> this have. This morning. This is a good Mercury retrograde, which can be hard to understand sometimes. Um, this is good, she says, as she almost ran out of gas. Her GPS mm-hmm. sent her the wrong way. Her phone ran out. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what I'm wearing because I had to just be like, wear our clothes. So to this, is the house. <laughs> this is good. This is good. Some Mercury retrogrades and not a lot of them, but some are very powerful because they're aligned to particular planets in particular ways. And uh, it's about death into a rebirth. Mm. Some Mercury retrogrades are just like, we're just going to mess with your stuff. We're just going to like wreck yeah. your, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, the challenge. But there are some that come in like a jackhammer, uh, honestly, yeah. that are blowing up and exposing patterns and movement that has been uh, an obstacle has caused us self-sabotaging or group sabotaging, organizational mm-hmm. sabotaging, mm-hmm. collective sabotaging. So Mercury retrograde, that that comes in and it changes the movement, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it, it kind of can sneak in and unearth the way things are running. That's the point. It like unearths it. And and yes, a lot of us talk, joke about like, oh my gosh, my refrigerator went, now my washing machine. And yes, that is true. This one in particular is unearthing. For a rebirth. For a rebirth. Which is super cool because yesterday I drew th- from my animal deck um, before my meditation, I drew the vulture, which is, which you've immediately like, ew, but it's like actually good. It's death and rebirth. Yeah. And that, so that's what we're doing. So I will say it's quick and fast this whole week in particular, I myself professionally, have been in on many major shifts that uh, people are basically like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. It, it's something that they've, that needed to happen, has wanted to happen in different levels for a long time for many people, some organizations, some buildings. The image I'm getting is uh, like if you're watching a movie scene and someone is standing on like the edge of a cliff or on the land and all of a sudden an earthquake happens and it starts like cracking, cracking, and they're yeah. trying to get their footing and stuff yeah. is breaking open. Yeah. And we're in the energy of where's my footing? Where's my footing? And when you watch, typically, you know, the 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 heroes and the sheroes are like backing up and they're finding their footing and they're like, okay, whoa, 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 you know. So the earth is crumbling below. A bunch of people. That means the grounded ego structures that were created mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and orchestrated mm-hmm. out of old conditioning yep. are breaking up underneath like an earthquake, like the edge of a, a, a cliff edge or ice, whatever, whatever image you want. They're cracking. We're not going to fall in if we've done our work and we remember to align to spirit, to mm-hmm. love. Just mm-hmm. you got to just keep 
keep paying attention yes. um, to yes. your, you know, whatever your tools are. We've talked before in this podcast about what tools are, right? Yep. It's pulling your oracle cards, pulling your tarot cards, lighting your incense. Uh, you know, for me, as I said before, putting on my rose yeah. oil in the morning. Epsom salt you know. baths, huge. Yeah. If I just can't seem to find my balance, Epsom salt mm-hmm. baths. And then, of course, Abraham Hicks always says, take a nap <laughs> if you can. Right. If you can't get your crap together, take a nap. Tea. We'll reset. Nature is always yeah. helpful. So this is not necessarily a time for distraction. Sometimes during a healing process, we need to rest and do distraction and that's fine. This is not a distraction time. This is a building confidence, lifting spiritual muscle time. It's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, Mercury's retrograde and we have a full moon coming, but this week has been a particularly productive, enlightened, Mm -hmm. grounded week for me. And I think one of the tools that I have pulled out of the belt again because I haven't been able to with the weather has not cooperated is going for a walk and I live down the street from these woods and I haven't felt motivated to exercise in the gym but for some reason I'm like you know what I got new hiking pants I'm gonna go put them on and so three days this week I went schlepping through the woods and now that you say it, I just did it because it felt like the right thing to do but I actually think that that maybe is the tool that for me this week was what has kept me so in balance because it's been a really balanced week for me really productive a lot of breakthroughs but maintaining that groundedness during the breakthroughs finding my footing on the crack in the earth and maybe for this week it was that particular tool of being in nature it's mm-hmm. been gorgeous one of the sweetest things that's coming up from listening to you talk about this, which by the way is of course brilliant and all the hard work you've done for yourself to figure out self-care. But what's brilliant is as I'm listening to you and I'm hearing you say, well, I'm taking this hike in these woods down the street from me. Remember, I grew up playing in those woods, those exact the woods Wilson you were woods. hacking in, <laughs> uh, hiking. I played in them. And I want to also, that, that helps me bring up and reminds me of bringing up the synchronicities because that was the 70s and 80s. Well, actually, mostly 70s because early 80s, I graduated from high school. But in the 70s, those were my... Wi- I didn't know you. You didn't know me. Yeah. We didn't yeah. know each other. And yet here you are today telling me about the woods. And I am yeah. like resonating to those woods because you happen to live just right down, down the street. street from where I grew up. And so I love that. That's the other thing to say during this time when things are cracking open. Yeah. It's our ego orchestration and the win-win, one of the most beautiful, beautiful win-wins that's going to come when we release and allow ourselves to detach from, oh, this thing we created is that the beautiful, magical, telepathic, multidimensional, multi-sensory bonding with other beings of light will come and rise because those are the people we're supposed to be hanging out with. Right, right. So I'm hanging out with you even though I wasn't hanging out with you. Exactly, because yeah, time is in, in this yeah. illusion. So yeah. so your joy of those woods is the same as my joy of the woods. Right, under so we the were illusion. hanging out in the woods yes. not together. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, another breakthrough for me as I went through the woods too. <laughs> is, it, is um, So, you know, I come from this sort of old school uh, woman's safety mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And my mother loved us so much. She worried mm-hmm. so much, um, not knowing that worrying is kind of prepaving something <laughs> bad. But fortunately, we, we all were came out pretty much unscathed. However, when I first walked through the woods, 
I got scared. I'm like, oh my God, mm. I'm alone in these woods. And what if there's like a psycho mm -hmm. in the woods? Or, you know, I had a bear walk into my yard one time from the woods. Maybe there's a mm -hmm. critter and fear. So then I came out of the woods and, and then I'm like, the next day I was like, you know what? I have to do it again because there is more advantage than disadvantage. And frankly, as I'm walking through the woods that next day, I felt Gaia say, you're safe with me. You're safe with me. This is work we're doing. I'm not going to let anything happen to you. But there was that old, old fear of being alone in an unfamiliar place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think I didn't, That this is the first time I've actually went for walks in those woods by myself and how I've lived in Bedford since 2001. Mm -hmm. And I've never taken advantage of that bit of nature because of fear. Mm -hmm. And I'm also smiling, again, beautifully said, because going back to this sort of synchronicity and the time is illusion kind of thing, I think we're also doing like healing Italian mother worry energy because mm -hmm. I was not allowed, not to say I didn't break it sometimes, <laughs> my mother would not allow me to ride off my road. So... It was a dead end. So I could go up Robinson Drive. I could go over to Overlook, which were both dead ends at that time. Yes. I got, remember in eighth grade getting a brand new 10 speed purple bike that I loved. And my mother said, you can ride it in the neighborhood, but you cannot ride it off Robinson. I couldn't go down Wilson Road with my bicycle. Huh. Oh, you missed out. I got a serious hail. You could have taken oh, it. <laughs> I did take it. I yeah. did. But then coming back up is always yeah, the hassle yeah. on both sides. If I went out of my yeah, neighborhood, I'd yeah. have those big yeah. hills either way. Yes. We yeah. get a lot of runners, particularly pre-marathon when they're training. Mm -hmm. And I, I, my house is set up that the kitchen, we, did, we Italians mainly, mainly stay in the kitchen. <laughs> so I look out the window all the time and I see the runners and I see them going down the street going, ah, looking all good. And then I see those poor bastards going up. I'm like, yeah, good luck to you. <laughs> yeah, wait to you. <laughs> so I'm just thinking about that message. You know, you start by saying your mother said, be careful, like the fear thing, which again, it's, it's legitimate in a lot of ways and also shows how much, you know, we're loved and cared for by our, our mama bears. And just funny to think, yeah, I, same vibe, just a couple of houses up from you. Funny. Right? Yeah. More yeah. healing. Take it on, Nancy. Take it on. All right. Do it. More, more, more. Yeah, I'm going to keep, yeah, this uh, newfound love of the woods where it, it was discouraging to me that since I closed the fitness studio, I'm having a hard time finding movement that brings me joy. Mm -hmm. And in the past with the fitness studio, it was moving collectively, it was teaching because I just loved instructing and I was moving with them and I was getting a rush watching them succeed, which was making me succeed. We had this wonderful self-feeding circle of energy and now I don't have that. And I thought, well, maybe I'll go sign up at a gym and I'll, it's just, nothing is feeling right. I have this beautiful studio in the basement. I have all kinds of equipment. Nothing was feeling just I wanted joy in the movement and I wasn't being drawn to it. And then I was listening to Lee Harris was doing an interview with Victor Odo, who I've heard mentioned before, but I've never really listened to him. And he is a, I don't know if he's a retired, he was a personal trainer. I don't know if he still is, but his thing, not coincidentally, as I was listening to it was moving with joy and finding the right workout and that that workout is going to change and that sometimes the right workout is not moving, but in general movement is a good thing and just listening to your body when you move. And I'm going to study his, his principles on this a little more, but no sooner did I listen to that, I said, I have to go to Wilson Woods. 
I have to go walk in the woods. Let's go. But this thing of movement, I'm looking forward to exploring a little more joyful movement. Mm-hmm. So I'm loving hearing everything you're saying. And then it triggers me to say, oh, here's a thought. <laughs> One of the things my sister and I discovered when we stopped dancing, we both had done ballet and tap since we were like three and four years old. And then in high school, it was time to decide, was I going to continue on in a more committed direction? Or did I want to let it go and have what I perceived to be a regular high school life? Yeah. Like get to play sports and things like that. So I played sports through high school. So I started doing, I was doing ballet, toe, you know, point, jazz, tap, since I was three years old, probably went a couple times a week. And then I played sports. When all of that stopped, I went to college, played for a little Mm. bit, played rugby. But when all, all of that stopped, I found that I was not as equipped to handle my emotions. Mm. I wasn't ready for it. And I remember talking to my sister when we were a little older to reflect back. And she stopped dance and then um, did some other things in, in high school. But we were able to really see that by having that constant activity growing up through our dance... We had the endorphins working. All these things were happening. Movement is magnificent. It is, but yet, if we're constantly doing it, we're actually not giving ourselves to emotionally mature. Oh, interesting. So what I'm thinking is this break that you're taking. Yeah, because I've owned the studio for 10 years. Exactly. I think it's giving you a chance because endorphins are chemicals. (laughs) So instead of getting maybe a continual high off of exercise and a studio, this, it's not that you lost out or you can't find joy in movement or anything like that. What it was is your opportunity to catch up and mature and do the work you needed to do on your emotions. Interesting. And I may have mentioned this before, but I don't know. For me too, coming up is that I've always had dogs since I was 10 years old and I've had two to three at a time. Even when I was in college, you know, I'd go home and see my dog. But then when I was 19, I got my own dog. So I've always had dogs. And my dog, Hattie, who's 13 and a half, I've decided she will be my last dog for a while. I feel the same way. Just came to that decision myself recently with Nacho as he's aging. He's almost, he's 12 and a half. Mm-hmm. And yes, as much as I love having the pure positive energy in the house... And I said, so, yes. So yeah. I said to my partner, John, I said, look, I said, I'm, um, I'm talking to my sister. So I got my little network ready. Okay. And I said, I have never lived, you know, up to 10 years old, even though before that with the neighborhood dog I hung out with. I said, but my emotional balance and my emotional comfort has been tightly tied to dogs. And so mm-hmm. I need to not have another dog right away because I need to emotionally mature uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. on my own. I want to see what I may have missed out on, on my independent centered maturity. Mm-hmm. And that's important to me. So Excellent. I've let people know in my little circle there, look, I know I'm going to be sad. I know what it's going to feel like to have the loss of a pet because I've been through oh, it's so many grief. of them. It's, it's hardcore terrible. grief it's of, of my dog we had when I was a kid 18 years. It's a family mm-hmm. member. If I still think about her, I'll cry. Oh, yeah. totally. Me too. Yeah. I said, 
And because, but every time I do, one of my dogs died, I always had a, two or three other dogs there. Right. I've never had a dog go over that rainbow bridge and had silence uh, of uh-huh. dog support. There's always been two, one to two other dogs in my, <laughs> snuggling in bed with me, be in my world. This will be the first time. Now, I will say, my daughter has a dog. So when I <laughs> well, go there in Nantucket, I'll yeah, have like a dog for a couple of But she doesn't live with me. And it's a different thing. So um, just as I was saying about fitness and dance, and I wanted to share about the dog because I want to really be clear. There's no judgment about the endorphins that we got from dance or fitness studio. It's identifying that there are things that we have had and we have done that may have led us to live a life in which we're not fully equipped okay. to emotionally stand on our own in alignment. I'm letting it land. Yes. So I I guess maybe I considered dog and dance, because that was my favorite class of dancing, tools in my belt. But maybe I use them too much. Keep an, on, that, keep an awareness of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, if you're using it yeah. so much, then it's not a tool. Oh, I'm going to have some ice cream. I'm going to gamble. I'm going to, you see, there's uh, all these different things. It's like, oh, and, and one of the things I hope that the pandemic taught many of us is that when a reference point gets taken away from us, if we're completely like really confused and really lost, then we have not been self-aligned, mm, right? So mm. let's say self-aligned, divinity aligned right so so it's like ourself to the divine ourself to knowing that all is well right ourself to the confidence and trusting and so without realizing we can get hooked into these things anything so when i talked about putting on the rose oil that i found that Mm -hmm. that's great for me to do I should not feel panicked or really off balance if I can't find it, Excellent. if I don't have it, if I didn't have time to put it on. Yes. See what I'm saying? The other thing is this robe I talked about that I now have this robe almost in everywhere I live. And um, I was talking to my partner about it because, you know, if it gets stained, whatever, my dog was sitting on it and got dirt on it and everything. And I was like, hey, nobody messes with my robe. You know, I immediately <laughs> went downstairs and put spot remaining. You know. <laughs> So he didn't really get it. He was like, oh, and he sort of said something about the robe. And I said, oh, this is something you don't know about me. So let me tell you, right? We have to educate people. We can't assume that they know what we're doing. I said, as a child, I self-soothed with stuffed animals. I had lots of stuffed animals around my bed. That's how I self-soothed. Then it turned into dogs and dogs became self-soothing. And when I met my partner, he's just, he's a dog liker, but not a dog lover. So he doesn't really like dogs in the bed. So- being in relationship with him, my dogs don't get in the bed and they haven't been in the bed. So I said, this robe has become a self-soothing Snuggly. for me. You're like Linus. <laughs> yeah, ex- that's exactly it. And so it's great that I have it and it's good to have self-soothing tools uh-huh. and things. However, they're not supposed to keep us from maturing. We're not supposed to panic if we can't find the robe. It's like, okay, it's great. Yes, I need to, I want to wear this robe tonight. I'd really like to wear this in the crisis and the chaos and everything that's going on in the world. This helps me. It's a self-soothing, it's a lining thing. But if I were to come home and I couldn't wear it to bed at night, A, I shouldn't wear it with like dog crap all over it in bed because I have to. Yes. And I also shouldn't be up all night being uncomfortable and worried because I can't put my robe on. You know what I'm saying? I do. 
Okay. I do. Yes. So that's the thing yeah. that, so for you to look at your fitness studio, to look at all and exercise. Yes. Right. You were looking at it like, oh, no, no. It's yeah. like, no, if I, think I was this in a bad perfect. mood. I'm like, I got to go downstairs. You know, correct. If I was in a high, I'm like, oh, I want to go dance. Like, no matter what, I used exercise as a way to channel those energies, positive and or negative. It was a coping mechanism because I could just get lost in the movement. Mm hmm. And it's OK. So we want to discern what is distraction, what is kind of jumping down a, a fantasy road? Like, w why are we engaging in the things that we're engaging in? Mm. And not to be judgmental or hard on ourselves, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Like, I have no problem, like I said, putting this oil on or buying this other road. It's like, no, I, I live in three different places. And I was noticing that that was like, oh, ooh, mm. so it's like, oh, if I have a consistent smell in the morning, or have a consistent feel at night, yeah, tactile. as well as everything that's going on in the world, this puts me in a better place to feel be centered for others as yeah. well. Like and I you feel settled. Mm -hmm. When you feel settled, then you are better for right. others. And it's just one tool and one support. However, it shouldn't be the total yeah. answer. You could, you should be able to call on that feeling of being settled. Correct. No it, matter with, what. Right. With or without the rose oil, with or without the yes. robe. Yes. Right. And yep. it, so it's my human, it's loving and supporting my human ego and my central nervous system that yes. has me do that. And I'm okay with it because it's like, I do a lot of things all day long and I'm present for people one-on-one -on -one all day long and schools and organizations and children and, and groups. And I love that. So if this, I don't drink alcohol, I don't do drugs, I don't do any of that. So it's like, okay, this rose oil and this robe this is cool mm -hmm. and then again but i can't be and i shouldn't be using those and not dealing with how i'm feeling because if they don't exist for some reason i right. shouldn't be so thrown off that i kind of lose exactly. my mind right yeah. and therein is the the balance mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, you know with not having the time that i invested in the studio and i added a second meditation to my routine um, so I do meditate first thing in the morning and sometimes it's only time for five minutes and sometimes it's 20. And if I don't watch myself sometimes on it, I could be out on my porch for an hour, but mm -hmm. it allowed me this gap in activity allowed me that second meditation. And I, I feel it has really helped me, mm -hmm. I think in so many ways, that alignment, because the morning meditation is great before things spin away from you. But frankly, after lunch, you kind of it, lose your stamina, your mm -hmm. your alignment stamina. So that second meditation helps. And I remember when I first read Louise Hay, like my very first Louise Hay book, and it was the Heal Your Heal Your Body, Heal Your Mind. But mm -hmm. I mean, everybody, you know, I have like copies of it in every part of the house because if there's a symptom, I look through into the middle part. <laughs> yes. But I remember reading first exposure to Louise Hay at all, and I remember reading the beginning where she had her sort of night of the soul, but where she said, I meditate in the morning and I meditate in the afternoon. And at that time, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I got kids, I work, I'm in the car for commuting to yes. the office for an hour. And I'm like, I can't even take a shower someday. Right. And you think I'm going to go sit. What a luxury. Yeah. 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 And now it, like, it's almost like time collapses in some or morphs when I meditate mm -hmm. and things seem to just happen to get done with more ease and flow. And let me just say, if you couldn't meditate, I know you'd pull it all together enough sure. to have a productive day. I'd probably just sit in myself and cry. quietly. Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would do that if that's needed. 
Interesting enough, you know, the meditations this week have been crying. Yeah, you know, a lot of tears. So, this a lot week, of tears this week. For so many people, it's just you know, coming out. Here I am meditating, doing something joyful, and mm-hmm. yeah, no, it wasn't about weeping about anything mm-hmm. sad or right. a particular just issue. It was coming out of the leaking. eyes. Yes, leaky, yeah. leaky. Yeah. And Abraham Hicks says tears are a release of some sort. Mm-hmm. So, and they also clean your eyeballs, <laughs> and you can focus better. Technically, huh? That's why we have tear ducts. I was actually talking to some. Sorry, not to just all of a sudden yeah, jump to something good. else, but you know that is how my brain works. <laughs> when you're saying that, I was talking to some young people at a small private school on, on Nantucket and a group of older students who got together to start a lunch bunch group for social nice. justice and awareness. So we were talking about gender roles, and I was saying the thing about boys and men still being told they can't cry. And uh, what one of the youth said, I said about male gender roles and gender roles. And one said, yeah, like we can't cry. He said, I go, exactly. And then I said, if you weren't supposed to cry, why would you have tear ducts? Mm-hmm. And they all just looked and they started to laugh. You know, I was like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just right? that God knows what he's doing. Yes. <laughs> all your equipment is there for a reason. Don't yes. let society tell you how to use it. Right. If boys weren't supposed to cry, then you wouldn't have tear ducts. That's an excellent point. Mm-hmm. Very cool. <laughs> well, I'm looking. The time is flying by today, so we got to kind of wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. I feel like I want to say that I trust people to trust themselves. I trust people to trust themselves. I trust people to begin to or continue to have intrapersonal intelligence, which is to focus on themselves and to understand that they have human emotions and that it is appropriate. And it's wonderful and beautiful that when we are ready and able mm-hmm. along the journey to embrace them, to feel them, to sit with them, to identify what they feel like in our bodies, how yes. they come out through us, and yes. to be proud of them yes, and to role model them. And I even want to say a pre-step to that, because mm-hmm. that is totally where uh, we all want to be. It's the awareness of, mm-hmm. the awareness of how you are feeling in the moment, so we push through just to get to the next task and the next task. And I think if we just are aware, oh, how I'm feeling, this doesn't feel so good. Or how does this feel? Then we can get to your ultimate woo, trust and acceptance. And your body will are. tell you, as Lu- going back to yeah. Louise Hay, your body will tell you, I'm feeling something in this location it's not just technical. Yes. And before it gets to the point where it's an actual physical symptom manifestation, to be aware of that sensation. And Abraham says, your emotions are your guidance system. So if you're not feeling warm fuzzies, stop for a moment, take a look around. What's going on here? That, And then you can move into that beautiful, aligned trust and knowing. And my daughters and I were at a workshop. I was leading. I had a table at a big group event. And uh, I was putting stuff on it and what do I want to write about my practice and everything. And my daughters and I were laughing because we came up with this, which was deal with an issue before it becomes a tissue. And that means not only a tissue in your body, but like that you have to like, you know, emotionally like, you know, cry, you know, the whole. Oh my gosh, that it it has to be your tagline on your web. Deal with the issue before it becomes a tissue. (laughs) We're trademarking that now, right here, right now, people. That's ours. It's ours. <laughs> Trademarking it. That's fantastic. Funny. And true though, right? Yeah. Deal with the digital Love it. So that's great. Yeah. Perfect. We're just supporting everybody. 
Right? Awesome. We're all doing it. As Ram Dass says, right? We're all just walking each other home. Oh, that's beautiful. Perfect. And as always, more, more to, to be, be revealed. revealed. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Expansive Minds Podcast, Gateway to Freedom. Until next time, more to be revealed. <laughs> <laughs>